I know when that highlight ring. That can only mean one thing, honey. Yep. Y'all called on us again on the Homegirl Hotline, and we are answering today. This time, we're talking about all things relationship. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, my loves. How is it going today? How are you feeling? I'm on a high, (laughs) y'all. I'm on a high. We seen Beyonce last night. And today, I really feel... I, I hate to say this, but I'm just going to say it. So if you've ever done ecstasy, <laughs> if you've ever done ecstasy the next day, you feel like just depleted because all of your serotonin, all of the dopamine, all of your feel good um, chemicals that are in your body and in your brain are just depleted. Yeah. That's how I feel today. I just feel like uh, it was I have the adrenaline else. getting like building up to getting there. And then when we got there and I screamed my lungs out like i've never screamed like that at a concert i yeah. screamed yeah we yeah. danced we sang we sang it was it was a core memory it was a core beyonce is truly an icon she's iconic. to see her just living in her legendaryness and being able to take it in and be like in the environment where it's yeah. taking place i was just like I couldn't even look at her. <laughs> at one point, I said, how? That motherfucker is not real. I'm like, how? How is she so iconic? How is she so beautiful? How is she moving around that stage With dancing, the voice singing? of an angel. I mean, angelic. With the voice of an angel. And she A pulled out performer. all the stops for LA. She had different outfits. She did performer. three songs that she has not been performing. She did the, Drunk the Dubai love. Drunken Love thick and what was the other one i don't know i think it's i'm trying to hmm? get all of is that all up in your mind oh yeah i'm trying to get all one, up in one your of mind. The, another there's another song that she that doesn't usually do but baby she she loves la oh uh, it was iconic. she loves la and we had a whole opening show so yeah she left it on the floor. I too. She, I, left I did too. I said the same thing. I said Beyonce left it all at SoFi Stadium, I and so did there. I. It was there. It was left. My was soul, there. listen, broken pieces, broken into pieces, and at her feet. My mm-hmm. soul was placed at her feet. It was gone. You can take my soul. Right. <laughs> you can take my soul. It was so good. If you haven't seen her yet and you still have an opportunity to or you know there's a chance that you might be able to see her you gotta go i get now why people were going three four five times i'm like why do y'all keep going because it's i don't know if i have enough like it's that i feel like i don't know if i have enough to give no, Jeremy, it didn't take that much. It didn't take that much. I'm serious. It didn't take that much. Brittany, you don't know how I feel, I feel in my like body. Each time, no, I get it, but I feel like it don't take that each time because the first you time. Know, yeah. You know. Because you, I literally feel exhausted. I, I feel, feel exhausted, exhausted too, but I'm saying the people that keep going, they are, they probably have a different experience each time. They're like, probably okay, looking this time at more we going to party. This time we going to, you know, like, yeah. it's not like, oh, what's that? What's next? What is she? She popped out. My friend who went to see Taylor Swift three times, the first time they were on the floor up close, girl, like row one, two, they spent uh, like $1,500 on these tickets and they um, were really, really close. They had like a VIP package that was for their up close and personal like footages. Mm-hmm. Then they went again in Vegas where they were able to just sing and have a good time. And then I connected them and they went to in SoFi where it was like more of a sweet experience mm-hmm. and they were able to just relax and enjoy the show. Yeah. So maybe when we go, we're, we're going again, y'all, that's our intention. Yeah. 
and we're going to be on the we, floor. The, the, the gag <laughs> is we have bought tickets while before Beyonce had even came up. I think that's how much our adrenaline was pumping. We had got us some good ass floor seats for the birthday show. That's another oh, thing. Yeah. It's the birthday show. Yeah. We had the honor of her being here on her birthday and we had some good tickets, girl. But why the fuck <laughs> did they need to verify our card for some odd reason? And we were in the middle of the concert. So Germany didn't get the call to her phone. I didn't. It wasn't even a call to my phone. They wanted me to call them. I'm like, I oh, can't they wanted call you, to you call in the midst them. of the So concert. we lost our tickets and those were so good. But it's okay. There's still some available. They were so, so. good. They were so good. We just got to pull the trigger. Um, we want a different experience. We want to be on the floor. Yeah, floor experience. We had good seats, you know. Yeah, we did. We but had we good seats. We want better seats. We have to be And what are you doing if you're not wanting more for yourself? Exactly. In and all was, areas. We've been, body, we've been embodying that for this year. Yeah. But yeah, I had a great time. Great, great time. I 10 out of 10. I too am depleted and I have mustered up just enough strength to come here with y'all today. I was so depleted, <laughs> y'all, that I forgot we was doing this today. You did. That's how fucked up I was. <laughs> Thank yeah, God like, you texted me. I know, but I always send you a text to say, like, I'm on my way. Yeah. I'm like, I'm on my way. I'll be there a touch earlier. There's not that much traffic in the city. It's very light today. Holiday. I think, yeah, holiday weekend. So I'm like, girl, I'll be there early. Yeah. When you sent back the crazy eyes, the crazy, I'm like, okay. Girl. Tappy and Brittany. The way I had just risen. Girl. <laughs> I was chilling. I was chilling. I went to my breathwork class. So I was already up. Oh, good. So that helped you? Yeah. You probably didn't have no breath to give. Right, girl. I was like, <laughs> shallow breath. <laughs> I'm like, but it, she took it all. She took it all. Be better next week. But it was, it was good. It was needed. Uh, it was needed. I'm recovering slowly. Yeah. Um. Other than Beyonce, how are you feeling? Amazing, <laughs> girl. That's, that's gonna that's carry gonna, us. That's gonna carry me through this week. That's you know, I feel like us. that's gonna be the battery pack in my back. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm feeling good though. So today, since we're done with a little weekend recap, mm-hmm. we are doing an episode that we really enjoy and. It seems that you all enjoy it as well. I We got a good response from it. Yeah, the Homegirl Hotline. Y'all know we have a Homegirl Hotline. The number's down in the show notes where you can call if you need our advice. You know, you want to give us our flowers. We love that too. Mm-hmm. But any comments that you have or you just need us to weigh in, give you some feedback on a situation or a circumstance that you might be dealing with, that's what the number is for. So you can call, you can text. You can also email us, contact at theblackgirlbravado.com. Or you can slide in our DMs. We get DMs all the time, too. We do. We do. We do. So we for today's episode, because we're in our re- Resetting Your Relationships series, this Homegirl Hotline um, theme is all about relationships. All these these um, centered around it. Yeah. Centered situations around it. Have an element of relationship at the yeah. core. We got some goodies. We got some goodies. So yeah. should we get into it? Yeah, I think we should. Let's go. Okay, y'all. So. Our first letter, put a ring on it. That's what this one's called. I've been dating my BF for eight years now. We met in college when we were 18. Our first few years together were rough, but we fixed a lot of issues in our relationship, like communication, and now our relationship is a lot better. When we graduated from college, he did not have a job yet, and I was in between jobs, so I didn't expect it to happen right away. Now it's been four years since we graduated. We both have jobs and I'm like, where is the ring? He knows marriage is something I desire and we've had a lot of conversations about the topic. Currently, we are living with his mother and he said he would like for us to experience living alone and sharing finances first before we take that step. He mentioned that finances can cause a lot of issues in a relationship. And for that, I understand his concerns. But I also think we've worked so much on our relationship and our communication. And I believe after eight years of dating, we will find a way to get over any hurdle. He reassured me that it will happen, but how long is too long to wait? Thank you for your advice. Hmm. Tired of waiting. She's tired of waiting. What do you think about this? I think um, this is tricky because it because y'all met when you were younger. Yeah. And although it's been eight years, y'all are still kind of young. And I know the girls do get married young. Yeah. Twenty. It seems like y'all Especially are maybe about twenty six. 26 27 I don't know where they're at but 26 27 so I can see how he's not like jumping at you know the urge or the to put a ring on it so soon because he's probably still trying to figure some stuff out like even though y'all have it's been four years since you graduated he's you guys are still kind of early on it like 
you know, in your yeah, 20s where yeah. a lot of self-discovery is happening, deciding what you want, when you want it, how you're going to get it. A lot of that is happening in this time period. And I know that we can look at like timelines and be like, well, we've been dating for eight years. We're this old. I want to do this by this time. But I think in this situation, you're going to decide you're going to have to really um take a step back. Yeah. And I think his I think his logic is reasonable Mm -hmm. like because he is correct in his statement that a lot of marriages end because of financial reasons yeah so wanting to have financial stability is something that i would appreciate being secure before we jump that step because i mean yeah you don't want to get married just to get married or just because like you know it's been eight years i get the urge and like okay what are we doing but it sounds like you guys are doing something you know yeah i think as long as you're working towards the financial stability and like moving out and living together. Um, I think that you guys have a step in the right direction. You know, it's not like you're just sitting idle. There's no plans to leave the mother's home. There's no conversation about it. It probably would be helpful to figure out what you guys want to do in a certain time frame. Like when do we want to move from here? Because once you get the ring, like is the ring the point of which you're going to start deciding after one year, we're going to live with mom for another year and then we'll move out. We'll get the wedding in place. Like the ring is just one part. Yeah. And he's probably thinking once the ring gets slid on, now we're going to be downhill. It's going to give uphill. But, you know, like the trajectory, Wait, what do you mean? Once like once he gives her a ring, now you guys have to figure out how to move out, plan for a wedding unless you're going to have a long engagement. But more finances are going to come into play because the money's going to be getting spent. Yeah. You see? So. If I were in this situation and I was living with somebody's mom and them, that would probably be my my first order. That would be the first step. I would be like, okay, so let's figure out how to make this an active plan. Yeah. Because sometimes plans are just verbal when like, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And Mm -hmm. then we can, okay, let's work on the this and the that. Yeah. So we can get to the then. Yeah. That would be the first step for me. Unless you like doing the home, you know, the. The familial living. A corporate living is what I would call corporate. <laughs> corporate living, living with his mom. But otherwise, I would probably be like, what is it going to take for us to move out and get our own place? Because although y'all are sharing finances, I don't know what it looks like for y'all to really like be out here doing it on your own, like paying your own rent, getting all the shit that it really takes to run a household. Yeah. So that would probably be first if unless you want to get engaged first and y'all are saving for that. Mm-hmm. But those plans will have to be happening in tandem. Simultaneously. The home or the apartment being secured coupled with when when is the ring going to follow? For me. For what me. do you mean the ring, the, the home being secured coupled with when is the ring? The apartment moving out. Figuring out the apartment situation. As soon as y'all move out, you need the room. No, no, no. I'm saying those two plans will have to be happening in tandem, kind of close together. So I would be trying to strategize on how can we move out? When can we move out? And then putting a plan in place for the ring. Right. If that's going to immediately follow or you guys are going to come up with something that feels comfortable for both of you guys, like let's live together for another year or six months and reevaluate what it looks like. Um I it has to be constant conversations. Constant. Yeah. I have this situation like in my relationship, not not this, but where you've been in your dynamic and you're trying to figure out how can we progress forward because you have so many conversations or I'll say myself, I'll make it personal. We have so many conversations that are happening all the time about what it's going to look like to get to the next step and really trying to strategically plan because as an adult, you are really not getting nowhere unless you put in a real plan in place. Yeah. And what are the steps we're going to take to get there? I'm tired of talking. Yeah. I'm tired of talking, baby. We got to put some motion behind it. Yeah. And like we had been talking about saving for a house. And I'm like, okay, if we're going to really save, let's figure out the amount. Let's figure out how long it's going to take us. Just all of those things. And because we haven't really, really narrowed in and like honed in on an amount and what it's going to look like, my mind is on some other shit now. Right. You know, my mind is on, well, let's move from our current place to a bigger place. Mm-hmm. I would rather have more space if we're not going to move towards home ownership in the next like a year or two. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. Right. And we had that conversation because an apartment came up available in my unit, in my building. And I'm like, I want to move to the transition transfer tier. And he's like, well, I really want to save. And I'm, well, let's start. <laughs> Let's start, let's start, let's start doing it, whatever we're going to do, you know, because I I said, if we're not going to be actively progressing towards this plan, I'd rather be comfortable. Yeah. So you figure out and you let me know, but I've told you what I want to do. Listen. So that's where we are with it. I would just say, be really clear about your goals with your partner. What, what timeline you think makes the most sense, what's viable for you. And when you, you know, you will know when you are really fucking tired of waiting. 
You will know. When you're at your wit's end. You will know. And yeah, I, I agree. That conversation should be explicit because some people think, okay, well, we move together and then mm-hmm. we stop in there. No, we're moving here. We're moving together with for a, a goal. reason, for a purpose. Yeah, with a goal in mind. So yes. if we're moving, this is a step to the engagement. We're not just moving together, just to move together. Mm-hmm. You know, so have the explicit conversations. Period. So that you can make sure your desires are met. Okay, y'all. The homegirl hotline is blinging. But before we get too deep into the episode, we're going to take a quick break. Stick around. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the true accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdrive fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Okay, girly, so the next letter we've titled Trying to Move On. 
Hey, big sisters, I would love some advice from you all. I'm a young college grad student who just got out of a year long situationship. We were long distance, but saw each other almost every blank since we're from the same city. So we don't know how frequently they seen each other. I just need advice on how to shake him. I really love him and, and am struggling that we just decided the distance isn't going to work for us anymore. Mm. I was willing to make it keep working. I mean, we're already a year in, right? I want to stop reaching out, stalking on social media constantly, except we didn't end on bad terms, but I know that I know this won't be the last time I've seen, I will see him since again, we're from the same city and have a lot of mutuals. It did hurt that he said he was open to dating others though, because he feels ready for a relationship. Just the distance for us won't work. I don't want to be delusional by thinking we one day might end up together still because of our connection, because we had a a strong one for sure. But I don't want to keep hanging on to what we had and putting my life on hold because of him. Hmm. I just need some advice on getting over a breakup. Okay. I was going to say that she need advice. What is she? <laughs> um, no contact. I love that method. The no contact method, I think, is the best because that just helps you get a clear mind and move on. You know, like stalking the social media is not good for you. Hanging on to the hope of what could be is not good for you. He's crystal clear that the distance doesn't work for him. So if nothing's going to change with that situation, then you just have to accept it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And I I don't think that you have to make this work. I know that you were willing to keep making it work. But when somebody lets you know where they stand in a situation, baby, I take it exactly for what it is. You have to take it for face value. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because sometimes I feel cold in love. Sometimes I feel like I could be a little, I don't want to say callous, but I I can be very black and white, you know, in a lot of circumstances and relationships are typically not a like difference for me. I'd be like, okay, so, (laughs) so I know this, maybe my perspective might seem a little not warm sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I just think that a spade is a spade. A spade is a spade. I think it's the connection part that has her like I know resistant, and I I feel you, girl. I know. I, <laughs> I feel know. you. I have felt that too, where it's like, oh, the connection. That's the part that makes us hold on to the what ifs and the hopes or the dreams. But I will say, if there's something circumstantial that you know is not going to change, it's just better to just release the Delulu. Yeah, you know, release release it for the sure. Delulu. Unless it's like, okay, I've moved closer. So let's spin yeah. the block and see, you know, where the solution is. If we can in. revisit, if the connection is still there. I'm not against that because, yeah. like, nothing, nothing wrong has happened. Mm-hmm. But in an instance where someone has been crystal clear about it not working for them, then you got to let it go. You know, you yeah. got to let it go because at least he's being honest with you and communicating that it's not a fit, you know? Yeah, and I like that. Communicate very early on what doesn't work. If the long distance She said is, it's been a year. I know. A year of talking too. Is that she she worded it as it's been a talking stage. I just called it a situation ship, mm-hmm. which if y'all were really locked in, great. But after a year of talking, we got and being long distance, we gotta figure out what's our plan. And I think that's another thing where the plans are key because if you are long distance and seriously talking, at some point the distance has to yeah, close. It's like, it has are to we become gonna... a short distance. So it's like, okay, so who's moving? Or not even who's moving. How frequently are we gonna see each other if it's long distance? And who's moving? Eventually we gotta be together. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know. I know. And I think that maybe if they were in a relationship, he doesn't want to be in a relationship. He because does, the distance, He does, but not with her. Because no. the distance is creating an issue. And I think that's the part that's like a knife the to the wedge. stomach because he's saying he's open to dating. He's ready for a relationship. And that's the thing. He is ready for a relationship. He's just not ready for a long distance. Yeah. Have I ever been in a long distance relationship? I I was in one for a very brief moment, but then the person moved back to L.A. like early mm-hmm. on in our our stint. So it did. I couldn't really feel the difference because I, I wasn't doing no commuting or Who no traveling. Right. I'm like, see, and I love when you read my mind like that. <laughs> I tell Brittany all the time, try to read my mind and you show me each time that you could do it. No, I just thought about it. That's reading my mind because I say it. the Avant. Read, read your mind, mind baby. Yeah, exactly. Read my mind. But yeah, it was very, it was very brief. It was short, short lived. Um, was that always the plan? 
when y'all had first started talking? Yeah, he was always going to move back okay. to L.A. He Because he was done with his grad program and he had already been working. He was in Atlanta for a few months, mm-hmm. a, few, a few years, actually. So it was time for him to come back and settle. He's from okay, L.A. So, so it was perfect timing. Yeah. You see how that works? The timing and the alignment matters. Yeah, Because if does. he had just started that program... Yo ass would have been like, I gotta go land another three thousand years. I would have been three thousand years. I would have been on a flight. <laughs> we would have been flying out, girl. I would have yeah. been on somebody's buddy pass, standby, going to see my man, and I would have been expecting him to do the same. You need to be coming. It would have gave. We need to see each other at least once a month. I know, but sometimes like people just don't do good with long distance, even with those frequent visits. It's like I need you. Close. I need to be able to pull up on you. You know. I know. I know. And I, I think I, I need that too. But if it was. If we could decide how long it was going to be like a sacrifice, like, you know, I'm in school for this amount of time or I'm taking this job. And after I work here for so many years or a year, I'm going to get my experience and come back. I could lock in and sacrifice with you. But indefinitely, nigga, no. Yeah. You got communication is so key. It's paramount. Ain't no nothing. Ain't a relationship without it. You know, everything comes down to the communication. So, I mean, girlfriend, let it go. Looks like another love TKO. <laughs> no, just kidding. It is. But it is. I, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because I feel you. It you know? is a TKO. But like Brittany said, the no contact method. Resolve the fact that you will see him out in public. I guess it's a good thing that you guys aren't on bad terms because it could just be, it's all love. When I see you, it's no tea. And make sure you look good. I'll, period. Okay. I'm always have love for you. And if it makes sense at the right time, we'll see what, what could happen. Yeah. But you know. And make yourself open to a dating in yeah. a relationship. Just a man like that's he in your is. city. You know, just like he is. You never know what you might stumble upon. You know, I always feel, um, I know the connection is really, it's 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 important. It's important. And when we feel that connection, it's like, oh my God, it's so strong. Chemistry, you cannot You can't create deny. it. You can't create you it. You can't create it and you can't deny it. Yeah. But- I am also a firm believer in the fact that like you will have chemistry with somebody else and, you the, will. and the, a connection with somebody else that'll be valuable and make you feel really special. So think of this as an expander type of situation. Mm-hmm. It shows you what's possible that, oh my God, I can't really have a deep connection with somebody and potentially be locked in with someone. Hold on to that feeling because it'll show up again. Now you just know what it feels like. Yeah. You know what you're looking for in a partner as far as the chemistry yeah. goes. Yeah. So yeah, hold on. Okay. I don't know where that what song that was from. I thought it was all key. Hold on. We giving y'all the oldies. The girls who listen to this pod might even not know that song. Hold <laughs> the, the early Gen Zers. But yeah. Okay. This one we're calling Pick a Side, Best Friend or My Man. Why Lord. do we all have to say My, my man. man? My Man. My Man. like that now. My Man. Because it's TikTok. And My Man. Thank you to My, my Man. man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so hey, homegirls, I just want to say thank you for consistently and effortlessly bringing good vibes on the BGB pod. That's a trait that I also have, and it's nice to listen to other women in their 30s who are the same. A lot of grown women be catty or okay, girl. You're right. Thank you for the flowers. It, yes, thank you. Anywho, I would love to hear some feedback on a best friend breakup I went through last year with my childhood friend. She thought the night before our wedding would be a good time to bring up some issues her husband, the best man, had with my husband at his bachelor party, even though her husband told her not to bring it up because he was just venting to her. The pillow talk of sorts. <laughs> Maybe because her husband knows he did some shady shit at the bachelor party and didn't want to open up that can of worms. I don't know. (laughs) Also, her husband has zero homeboys and any guy that he gets close to is gay. Red flag. Was that a judgy statement? My bad. This is these are her words. These are her words. These These are are her words. words. I'm reading it verbatim. Verbatim. Anyways, y'all don't want nobody thinking I said there was a red flag. This is what she said. (laughs) Right. Anyways, she and everyone else was drunk and brought up her husband's concerns anyways. It led to a verbal fight. My husband got angry and loud, which is very rare, and ended up looking like the crazy one when she was the one who brought it up and was egging him to apologize on the night before the happiest days of our lives. Mm. Mm. The best. This is giving kind of best man scenario. Anyway. She is very emotionally impulsive and has had a verbal fight with my husband in the past. Fucking weird. The next day and morning of the wedding, he wasn't able to hang out with his boys because, again, he looked crazy the night before. Long story short, she put me in a position where I had to choose between her, pretty much my sister, and him. And, of course, I chose my husband. She once told me that she's doing what she's supposed to do by sticking up for me and is always dismissive when I tell her how I feel. She does this to her husband, too. 
We're in our 30s. Why are you fighting with someone who's not your man? This is not high school. Side note, she's a Scorpio and I know y'all are astrology girlies. When I listen to your girls podcast, it really makes me miss our sisterly bond because it was truly unique. Anyways, I ended up having a phone call with her after to tell her how out of line she was and how angry she made me. Then I told her that I needed space. She ended the phone call saying, okay, well, I'll be here. And we haven't talked since. I'm sure I could have set a more solid boundary the night before the wedding. But at the same time, I've already had to do it when they first fought. I wasn't going to do it again. She is a grown woman. Hmm. And that's where that ends. This is sticky. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to like your man and your homegirl, close homegirl didn't get along well or mesh? Or were you the homegirl who didn't get along with somebody's man? Mm-mm. No. Me either. Uh-uh. But I'm thinking the night before the wedding, if we had a conversation about not, or yeah. I guess she had the conversation with her husband and he told her not to bring it up. It's just time and Timing. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't have picked it that time. It was really inconsiderate for her to pick that time to bring up funk. Right, girl. It's my wedding. We can talk about this after the case. You've now put a damper on the day. Yeah. You put a damper on the day and it was unnecessary. So I just feel like Maybe you all did need the space. It does suck. Um, and if they've been having multiple arguments, that. But why can't the men just talk? This is not even an issue that happened between y'all. Right. It's the best man. And obviously he has some sort of close enough relationship to be your husband. Now husband's best man. So right. if the best man is upset with your husband about something that happened at the bachelor party where neither one of y'all were there. Stay remove yourselves. It. Girl, I would have said, girl, let's let's let the men handle it. I would have said the same thing. It's let's not our business. Sometimes it. you have to be okay with things not being your business. Yeah, and man or not, husband yeah. or not. I would have been like, we both have husbands. Let's let them take care of it. It don't have nothing to do with our friendship. If he has a really a bone to pick with him, then let's let them do it. Yeah. But it's not for you, the friend, the the the, the best friend. To go bringing it up and coming at my man because then now I have to go into defense mode. Exactly. And what what show was this where like, I feel like this was like a married at first sight or one of them like dating shows where someone had to like mediate between her, her, her boo and her mm-hmm. bestie. I would have a conversation like, you know, with both of them. Yeah. Y'all are going to have to figure out how to be cordial and get along because I'm stuck in the middle of trying to mediate your conflict and I don't like it. And honestly, removing of source. And I I feel where she's saying like you put her in her place and she made her statement that she'll be here when you want to talk about it. Uh, It's foul. She owes y'all an apology. She does. The best friend owes you and your husband an apology for ruining y'all a big day. And she needs to take you guys to dinner. (laughs) That's the only way to fix it now. A dinner needs to be offered a peace offering, an olive branch, something like, let me go out and make it whole. Yeah. Let me make it right. She would have to be the one. She would have to be the one reaching out to me as well. Yeah. I need you to come over here and say something. She would have to be the one reaching out to me, girl. I I can't be the one reaching out to you. And going forward, stay out of it. Let's get out of these men's business. Please. We got other things to worry about. That was simple. Yeah. Okay. Trying again is what the next story is called. Mm. Hey fam, I adore the podcast. I've recently embarked on a journey of self and have been listening every day since. You guys are such a vibe and keep it 100, 100 always. It truly is homegirl vibes here. So what brought me here, I always knew I had a bit of self work to do. However, it wasn't until I got into this relationship with someone who has done the work, it became abundantly clear to me that I needed to act now. We were together for almost a year, but ended up splitting because ultimately I do love her dearly, but I wasn't able to truly love her how she needed to be loved. And that is because of a lack of love for myself. Mm. Areas where I would sometimes be oblivious, she would wonder, how is it not clear to me? She often had to coach me through quite a bit And though I love, though I know the love was real, it unfortunately became draining to her. Mm. I was slightly codependent and had issues with setting boundaries and accepting the ugly parts of me, which the podcast has been helping me with heart. She said that she needs someone who can be truly themselves and that I need to do some work, some self work. And perhaps we could try again. It was hard for me. I tried to convince her that I could do both work on myself and work on our relationship at the same time. But that was leading me to doing it for her and not truly for me. Mm. So I have a good. So I have a question for you gals. One, do you guys think it is possible to properly date someone who hasn't done the work yet when you have yourself? And how do you guys feel about getting back together after a breakup? 
This was a great question. It was. And very well written. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Very well written. Um, <laughs> I would say that... Do I think it's possible to break some, I mean, to be in a relationship with someone when I haven't done the work, but they have? I think it is possible. Or vice versa. Yeah, I think it is possible depending on what type of work needs to be done, you know, because relationship, I don't think you have to come to a relationship all the way perfect. I think that sometimes relationships do help you like do some of the work, Mm -hmm. especially if you are with someone who has maybe done more work with you or they offer a different perspective. Maybe they're more mature. but. On the other hand, if you're just completely not together. Yeah, not tapped in. And it's affecting the relationship negatively to where, you know, it just feels impossible to have a healthy relationship, then no. Yeah. You know, it really just depends on how much work needs to be done or what type of work needs to yeah, be done. Yeah, what type of work. I can't help you with the shit that is just kind of like, if you're not self-aware, if you have fucking integrity issues. Yeah. And, you know, you're really not tapped in. It's really subjective. I would say it's subjective because everyone's different. Their capacity, Mm -hmm. uh, what they can handle, what they're going to put up with, what their red flags are, are different. For some people, if you're not vulnerable or nurturing, they'll be like, this is a no for me. And for some others, they'll be like, you know, we can work on that. Yeah, I, 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 I can work on that with you. Yeah. I could probably, you know, massage it. The issue, what it seems to be is that her capacity for whatever your work that needs to be done is her threshold is a little, a little smaller than yes. what you possibly need to do this work while simultaneously being in the relationship. And I've had that experience, too, where I just felt like what the person needed was beyond what I could give. Yeah. You know, like I had a, a part of it. He was not my partner. He was a boyfriend, a nigga. <laughs> A boyfriend. I was much younger. I mean, he had a mother, a, a, a very deep mother wound. Mm. And and I was like 18. We had three years apart, but there was so much going on in his life from his childhood that hadn't been resolved. He hadn't spoken with anybody. And I don't feel like I had done a lot of work. I just I'm pretty self-aware and I hadn't had a traumatic childhood like him. Yeah. So what he needed from me as far as like being a nurturing, overly nurturing, overly considerate, overly soft place to land. I couldn't do that. Couldn't be. I could not. It was given hard. And it's like, yeah, I can't. What you need to work on, we can't do it together because it's draining me. I don't feel like I want to love you right now. Like when I when I feel like that and I don't believe that love is unconditional. So <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I believe that there are conditions to my love. Yeah. Um. And I wasn't willing to be the, the nigga's mama. Yeah, I can't love you like your mama. I don't want to love you unconditionally like that where you could just do whatever you want and I'm just tolerate it. Yeah. So when I start feeling drained like that to where I'm like, I can't. Yeah. We have to part ways. Yeah. You need to do the work. You got to go talk to somebody. You have to to do the work on your own or with somebody who can, who is willing to be with you while you're doing the work. And I think maybe, maybe it can look like you need a therapist, you need a mental health professional to help you do the work if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. Because then your partner doesn't have to be the Carry outlet. Carry that burden. Yeah. Like, yeah. let me help you work through it. Let me fix it with you. Let me talk about all of this stuff that I'm probably not skilled enough or like capable to help you handle and process and have tools for. And she says she's working on it. So I, I would suggest that. And I do agree with what she said about. And I don't know if it's a she. Oh, what they said, what they said about how they identify doing the work, only doing the work for the relationship. Yeah, it does definitely have to be some work that you have the desire to do and heal for yourself because it won't be sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. And then it could create like some resentment. It just can end up really unhealthy. So I definitely recommend if this per I appreciate this person's honesty. I, I'm loving the the thread of honesty that mm-hmm. we have going on where people are just being very upfront mm-hmm. and vocalizing, hey, you know, this isn't work working for me yeah. and giving you the space to do what you need to do. Um We're seeing a, a generation of evolved girls, evolved people <laughs> pop out. Listen, we the are girlies so much are different. using their tools. We're so much more refined yeah. than the generations prior. Like, nope, it's a red flag for me. I don't want to do it. Nope, I don't feel like this is a fit. I'm getting up out of it early. And I love that for us. Yeah. I love that for us. We were actually having a conversation last night um, and oh, we yeah, were talking about how a red flag presented itself for someone. And 
they they said no i don't want to do it anymore and we're very vocal and the relationship was fairly new but what i appreciated was like yeah if you see it i'm heavy on the call a spade a spade and it doesn't make the other person a bad person no i don't think it makes anyone a bad person. it doesn't make anyone a bad person it's just acknowledging where we are not aligned Mm -hmm. and getting out early there's nothing there's nothing wrong with an early exit if, it, if you it's need beneficial to yeah it's beneficial. we have to learn how to leave things early whether it's a relationship that's not working a function that's not a vibe a, a job a friendship we can leave early yeah when you feel it cut it off the leave. second part of her question um that she wants advice on is how do you feel about getting back together after a breakup we discussed that last week in detail with getting back with your ex i feel like it depends on the situation you know what if like if you're going to get together back together after a breakup what whatever caused y'all to break up needs to be changed mended you know fixed yeah it needs to be fixed and i think that if it's a character like if your character does not align with the person's character person it probably won't ever work you'll just keep going in a cycle of breakup makeup breakup makeup if it's something that you feel like is changeable is fixable yeah then great you know i'm gonna use something totally trivial but like time management that's something that's a skill that you can work on you know creating better habits but if the person's a cheater a liar yeah if they have integrity, integrity issues, issues if they have integrity issues or like you know they may have been abusive or something like that i would say that's a hard stop yeah but if it was something circumstantial like baby girl that we mentioned before with the job the long distance or um maybe finances, finances or you know, you had to do some work and now you're coming back healed. Maybe yeah. you have some other experiences. I'm not against it. Things that you can definitely see have changed. Yes. Like you have to be you able have to, to see change. tangible change. I definitely say you need to see it needs to be tangible change. Let's tangible not change. let's not go back based off of a potential of what could change. Listen. Let's go back based off of evidence of change. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really um, great advice. So hopefully that helps you. Yes, hopefully. Okay, y'all. We want to finish answering these questions, but we have to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, y'all, before we get back to the questions, we got to get y'all together. So if you are not following the show by now, make sure you hit that bell. Make sure you're subscribe and you leave a rating and let us know what you think about the content also there's a question right there that like it's easy for you to answer what do you think about the show Mm -hmm. we love reading your feedback we do so um yeah make sure you share the episode with a homegirl tag us on social media when you putting people on we really love that we love seeing that you're putting the girlfriends on we surely do you know what else we love to see what? y'all in real life we love to mm-hmm. meet y'all in real life and we are having our second annual retreat we're going to belize may 3rd through the 7th 2024 we're hitting the island oh we're turning into island girl she's an island girl we are. it's gonna be such a good time um we have a few spots left now some of the girlies have expressed concern about there not being any single rooms left but listen, the purpose of this retreat is to meet new people and foster connections. Mm-hmm. What better way to do that, to do that than to be paired with a person who has shared interests? If you like the show, they like the show. Y'all both want to travel. A lot of the girlies had roommates last year and everyone got along. You yeah, know, there was it, no tea. It was really seamless. And the rooms are very spacious. So it's not like y'all going to be stacked on top of each other. If you just have any reservations about coming on the trip to the retreat, reach out to us. Let us let us calm you. Let us calm you. <laughs> let nerves. us soothe we, you. We understand that it can be intimidating um, because it's out of the country. It's not cheap. Um, and it but could it's be worth new for it. a lot of people, but we can reassure you that we have curated a beautiful, luxurious experience. You will get your money's worth. You will have a time, you Period. know? Yeah, yeah, Period. yeah. Um, so. Also, we want to invite you to join us in our Homegirl Hangout. It's our exclusive membership community that we're hosting over on Patreon. If you love the podcast and what you're getting for free 99, you will really value what we're offering at a small nominal fee. <laughs> um, and just a quick update. 
this is the best time for you to join Patreon during the month of September because beginning October, the fee is going up. The it's price is up. changing. It's going up. So um, we are moving to a one tier membership community so we can offer consistent, valuable content. Uh, this is the best way for you to connect with other like minded girlies where you are. It's like a work from home situation. <laughs> remote work. It's a, wor- it's a remote, remote, remote work. Remote, remote community. community. So um, we invite you to join us. All of the information is down in the show notes. Okay, final question. Or, uh, almost final. I don't like my my best friend's man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, homegirls, one of my best friends is back with her man who no one liked and who she broke up with because she found out he was texting and fucking more than 10 girls a whole year they were dating. I love when the when the messages <laughs> are just direct, like, girl, let me bring it to your right. front door. Not only that, he also has has he also had her name saved as a man's name and even tried to meet up with her friends to convince them that they should they shouldn't be doubtful of him because he was serious about her prior to being outed. Now that they're back together, I'm having a hard time because I don't want to be around him. Mm -hmm. I don't like him. I don't like him. He loves to be the center of attention and he is plain old ratchet. Oh, she said, I didn't like him then. He loves to be the center of attention and he is plain ratchet. And I definitely don't like him now. I told my friend, but she says she just wants him to be given a chance by her besties. What should I do? Mm. 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 I'm from the school of thought. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> girl if that's your man and you like him then he gonna be your man and you like him i don't have to i don't have to interact and this is tough because the part she wants the part that is making it worse harder is because she wants them to be accepted by the, she, she i'm wants sorry them to be i can't i can't because this is a character flaw that's why you got to keep your business to yourself unless you know you really done you cannot make your friends accept the bullshit that you will accept right. and, the t- and to tolerate the bullshit that you think is a, 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 okay no girl i don't get down like that now if you want to I, I won't say nothing bad about your man but i'm not hanging out with y'all on a double date i'm not kicking like that i'm sorry i'm just not it's, it's not going to be a vibe for me. But yeah. again, I won't say nothing bad. If you want to talk, I'll be as objective and, and, you know. I think that's the most important part. I think it's okay to tell the friend that, you know, you have your reservations about being chummy with them. But find a way to not let it affect your friendship. Because that's when it gets sticky when you feel like you can't even be friends with the person no more. You know? Because of the relationship that they're in. Yeah, yeah. Don't let it come between you and your friend. Just let her know, like, girl, what he did to you, I understand that you forgiving him, but I haven't gotten to that point yet. So let me see the relationship play out and let me see how he honors you. Because yeah. that's the thing in our friendships. We hold our friends to a high regard and we want people who treat them right. And because we are not the person in the relationship and we don't have the rose colored glasses on, it's easier for us to see shit for what it is. So just sit back, play the background. Keep it tight. Keep it zip tight and see how things play out. Yeah. And if your friend wants to come talk to you, because that happens sometimes and people are like, we've gotten so many questions about how do I navigate my friend when she's in this toxic relationship? When they come to you and they want to talk with you about it, the first thing you can do is just approach them with curiosity. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the questions are like, girl, he, you know, we immediately, immediately be like, he ain't shit. I know he ain't shit. If people tell you something, you be like, I knew what I knew he was. I knew he was (laughs) shit. It's like, hold on, just approach with curiosity. Maybe ask them open-ended questions that can get them to say something. Right. You know, right. It could get them to probably come to a realization. And if not, at least y'all not sparring, having a verbal sparring. Yeah. It's more just like listening and reflecting. Yeah. Allowing them to say their piece. You don't got to come in with the I told you so. But eventually they're going to see. They are. They are going to see. They eventually are. they're going to see. Another thing you can do is like gash your homegirls up or homeboys up. You know, like let them know the things that are good about them. Because sometimes when um, our friends are in these toxic relationships, there can be an insecurity. You mm-hmm, know, there can mm-hmm. be a lack of confidence for being able to find something that's not this toxic relationship. So gas them up, you know, and if they make a good decision or choice, gas up their judgment. Like, girl, you you did your big one. Right. You know, you did your thing. I'm proud of you. I'm proud. I'm proud of you for showing up. I'm proud of you for making moves. Yeah. 
And if you're just really done and you're not feeling it at all, feel free to change the subject. You know, it's okay. If you don't agree, you can have difference of opinions and you can say that too. If y'all get on the conversation about the, the man girl, like, you know, we got to agree to disagree on him. Yeah. I don't want to talk about your man. Let's not talk about your man. Yeah. Talk about something that's lighter, you know, maybe school, how's work going, a concert y'all want to catch up on any hobbies that they're currently participating in or something that you want to share. But if that topic is too heavy and it's going to cause you guys to go down a path, you don't want to go then verbalize it. I don't want to talk about that. You know, we don't we don't right. see eye to eye on that. Ultimately, I think it's best, although it may be hard, especially when these are people we care about, is to just implement the let them theory. Mm-hmm. Unless they're really in harm's way, you know? Yeah. Getting abused or physically abused or yeah. something like that. It's just like, you know, I wouldn't do that, but I'm going to let you because this is your life. Yeah. You know? I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you because I don't want to stress about it. I don't want to cause any complications within our friendship and if it's ultimately becomes too much then maybe remove you, yourself yeah, remove yourself Girl, yeah. i can't handle it i can't handle I love it that. so now we are at the final question and this comes from ig um one of the homegirls said how do i stop feeling like i'm not worthy of my partner mm. this is a heavy one because it deals with worth yeah and your value um but i would tell you that the same the same esteem that you're putting towards him in regard that you think that he's so amazing and like you don't deserve him you are in that same position he has to he should feel that way about you any person that gets to engage with you yeah you know what i mean we have to stop being so mean to ourselves and so critical of ourselves and um really know that we are amazing you know i don't really know how much simple it's easier said than done but it's the truth if you if he's a ba- if he's a good catch, then you are a good catch because y'all are together. Right. You have caught one another. Like attracts like. Yeah. So I ag- I maybe agree. write down all the things that you think makes him so special and then write some things about yourself that you feel like you contribute to a relationship or a partner and like what even outside of him, what value do you feel like you hold within yourself? You know, like my integrity, I'm a good friend, I'm loyal, I'm dependable, I'm smart, whatever those things are. And you'll be able to see on paper how much value you really are. And and really, you just are valuable because you're here. I was going to say that, like, <clears throat> really try to focus on your value outside of having this partner that you feel is like so amazing. And maybe you're questioning, like, why is he here with me? Mm-hmm. Um. So that if something were to happen, you know, you would still be able to, you would still be able to grasp that worth and hold on to it and know that it's true, you know? Yeah. So I think what you said is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, girls. Okay, y'all. This was fun. It was fun. And, you know, we are not experts. We're no. not experts, but we got something to say from time to time. All so, the time. If you send your questions, we're here to answer them. You can text, you can leave a voicemail, you can send a DM email, all the contacts that we provided at the top of the show. And we will answer them here. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what we're here for. So we will see y'all next week, wrapping up our final episode of our relationship series. Yeah. And yeah. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.